What's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Being Fallon Joe. Last week, I talked to you guys about how my life fell apart. This week, I'm going to talk to you guys about how I started to build my life back up by doing what I like to call creating my own happiness. And did you hear that word create? In this sense, it has such a powerful meaning because you are the creator of your own happiness. Society and the media condition us to think that happiness has to look a certain way or fit into a certain category. When in reality, that doesn't matter. What only matters is your peace. So let's jump on in. So when I moved to Washington, I started to notice that a lot of my relationships were ending. Some of the reasons are pretty understandable, such as being the only way on the West Coast, them being there on the East Coast. We don't get to see each other as much. We're, on diff- we're in different time zones. Some of that stuff's really understandable. And then I also lost some friends in ways that I completely did not expect or could explain or justify at all. And that was hard for me. I felt like I was losing everything. I felt like the only thing I had left was me, which I guess was the purpose of it. Because I realized that God, that the universe wanted me to be alone. So I had to ask myself, why can't I enjoy my own company? I had to marinate in the fact that I relied on others' company so much to fill my time that I felt lost if I wasn't servicing others. Servicing others, being around them, spending my time with them. I felt like I had to to design my life around it, that anything that I wanted to do for myself was secondary and that primary, I would focus on the needs and desires and the way that the people around me need help. So when I realized there was no one around me for me to help, I decided I have to help myself. So uh, here I am helping myself. So I had to ask myself, why didn't I like being alone? What was it about being alone that was so hard for me? The first thing that came out of my mouth were excuses. Oh, you know how it gets when it's dark outside and your windows, you don't have curtains and they can see in through the cracks. Or, oh my gosh, my mom, she watched the first 48 investigation discovery and all those channels my whole childhood. Now I'm scared shitless. Somebody's going to come in here and murder me. Yeah, those are my excuses initially, but actually, I live in a a roughish part of town. I grew up over here, and I feel so safe. Some of the explanations I gave were reasonable. For example, I'm really a people person, and I get a lot of enjoyment from interacting with others. And it devastated me that so many people that I enjoyed interacting with normally, it hurt that so many people drop like flies. But like I said... That was for a purpose. And I thank every single person for fulfilling their purpose. Whether you were great or awful to me, because it got me to where I'm at right now. I then learned that I needed to figure out how to keep my own company. What is it about hanging out with other people that I like to do that I can do aside from being with that person? What's something that I enjoyed when I was hanging out with other people that I can do by myself also? I realized that A lot of the things that I was spending my time doing with other people were things that they wanted to do. I didn't often get people to do the things that I wanted to do because they weren't interested in it. 
what kind of life was I living? When I was living my life, I felt like I was being true to myself. But in actuality, I just got used to what was going on and I was in my comfort zone because I knew what to expect. I realized there was a lot of hobbies and interests that I had that I haven't been pursuing. So that's where I started. I let my passions lead me on the path back to fulfilling my purpose. I started to pick up things that I haven't done since I was 18 years old. I started playing my violin again. More questions that I asked myself during this time of reflection. What is important to me in this life? What means the most to me? Have you ever asked yourself that? Like obviously your family, but not, not even talking about people per se. What's important to you? What was impor- what's important to me in this? Being there for my family, expressing myself creatively and creating peace wherever I go. And the more I thought, the more I realized that my fear came from a place of me seeing the negative side to everything. If I just tried to see the positive side and see what potential outcomes there could be, that would have kicked my fear to the curb. So I told myself that I had to figure out what was the good side in the situation that I'm in. I am well aware of all the negative aspects that has happened or that will happen because of the situation. But what are the good things? So I challenged myself. I got a pen and paper. I sat down and I wrote. And here's some of the things I came up with. You get to eat what you want to eat for dinner. There's way less laundry for you to do. You have no one to talk over the important parts of a movie. You got extra space in the bed. And you get to hog the cat for snuggles. Flipping the script and seeing the trivial uh, positive sides of my situation, it made me laugh. It made me smile. It brought me out of that dark hole that I was spending too much time in. I was able to transform my perception of the situation and started to get back focused on the things that were important to me in my life. I had stopped being an active participant in my own life. So in that moment, then and there, I became my own best friend. And for the first time in a long time, I got to know myself. I relearned my likes and my dislikes. I leaned more heavily into activities that I was passionate about, that warmed my heart. And because I was more clear about who I was, it made it so much easier for me to define characteristics of the type of people I wanted in my life. And once I started to understand the type of qualities I wanted in somebody as a friend, I saw a whole bunch of green flags. Then things are popping up. That would let me know like, okay, this, this, could, be a, this could be your friend. <laughs> and it sounds sad, but it's so true. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, the show uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend on Netflix. It's a pretty funny show. It's like partly musical, but it's like uh, cynical and like hilarious and irreverent humor. Um, but the main character, she loses all her friends, which is kind of funny now because that's exactly what I'm talking about to y'all. But anyways, and then she sings a song about it. She's like, I have friends. I totally have friends. Friends, friends, friendly friends. Time to meet my friends. And there was no friends to meet. So yeah, anyways. <laughs> so I started to develop a system where I would encounter a situation, likely a situation that I have encountered multiple times in my life but I realized that I had been going about it absentmindedly. So I challenged myself to think in those moments about what about this situation is meaningful to me 
Am I just doing this because I'm conditioned to doing this? Do I feel, do I actually care about doing this still? And I realized there was a lot of things that I was doing that I didn't care about. I started to apply this system to every area of my life in which I had control over. I would approach a situation and think, how can I make this more peaceful? What about this situation ordinarily disrupts my peace and how can I improve that? This is where the creation part comes in. Anything that you want to do, anything that you want to have, you can create it. You can do it. You can work hard enough for it. You have the power to do it. We are powerful beings. So I started to look around my environment and I was like, that disrupts my peace. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix that. I'm going to change that. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to change that. I'm going to fix everything and make it so that every day and in, in most of the moments that I have control over, that the moment, that the situation, that the room, that the clutter, that everything could be in a way that's going to cause the least disruption to my peace. Will my peace get disrupted in life? Absolutely all the freaking time. But having transformed my perception of the situation will allow me to not have to act on it disrupting my peace. I can acknowledge it, take a breath, and go about my life. So I would apply it to simple situations like, oh my God, clutter is taking over my home. This is disrupting my peace. What should I do? And then I'll be like, okay, let's make a plan for you to gradually declutter and organize your house. And let's make it, you do one thing every Saturday for the next eight weeks. Okay, that was easy. What else can I fix? Oh my goodness, I hate grocery shopping. I get distracted in the store. I hate carrying the groceries. Okay, you don't like going grocery shopping? Um, you can do curbside pickup. Uh, it's free for a lot of stores. Or you could even get your groceries delivered to your doorstep. Oh, there's an easy solution for that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is there a particular relationship that disrupts your peace? Have you tried to figure out what specifically about the relationship is disrupting your peace? Is it something that can be improved? Is it something that's a non-negotiable? Taking a situation and analyzing it and improving it for your benefit? That's what I like to classify as creating your own happiness. Hashtag C-Y-O-H. So the three steps to create your own happiness. One, Flip your perspective and point out the positives to the situation. Number two, define what happiness looks like in the scenario for you, not for anybody else, for you. And number three, live in the moment and intentionally choose to create happiness day after day. And that last one is so important. We think that we should wake up and be happy every day, wake up and, and just be in a good mood all the time. You have to process what's around you and choose to make it positive. If you're looking at everything around you and processing it and only taking away the negative stuff, of course you're not going to be happy. You're surrounding yourself with misery. But if you wake up and you're like, oh, it's another day. Grateful to have this sunlight shining through my window. I have a great view of the city. Like that already starts your day off more positive instead of Ugh, another day of work. Being intentional is important because if you want to make anything a part of your life, you have to make a routine and a habit out of it. There's a couple of important things to keep in mind when you're creating your own happiness. Number one, you have to be selective about the relationships that you have in your life and the environments that you frequent. Does this person add to my peace, take away from my peace, or is it neutral? Most of the relationships that I have in my life, I just want them to be neutral. I don't need anybody. 
I don't need the people that I work with or that I encounter with everyday life to be to do anything special for me. I feel like everyone should just be kind and courteous to the people around them. But the ones that I allow close into my circle, they have to add to my peace. They cannot take away from it. They have to add to my peace. If they take away from it, they get pushed to the back. They don't get courtside seats. They get to watch from the nosebleed section. This is the main standard that I have for my relationship with others in any capacity is there has to be a mutual kindness and mutual respect towards each other. And I know there are moments where people get upset for the majority of my, our interactions, they have to have mutual kindness and respect. I encountered some relationships, which me asking for mutual kindness and respect was seen as being disrespectful. And I had to realize these relationships are taking away from my peace. These relationships disrupt my peace. If I had a little odometer and half of it's red, half of it's green, and on the green side means that it's adding to your peace, the red side taking away from your peace and neutrals in the middle. There are some relationships that were in the red 95% of the time. And I still held on to them because I'm like, you know, like I've been their friend for this long or I've been this for that long, like might as well. Might as well just keep it up. Like, I'm just used to it at this point. I'm used to kind of just being abused. That's just them. I just take it and they never apologize. And then we don't talk. And then I apologize, even though I didn't do anything. And I end right back up in the same exact situation that I was in. So there was no more of that. Any person that could not speak to me with just kindness, that just didn't have the common courtesy of being a kind human, which is such a low bar, they're instantly X out the circle. I only allowed people into my close life if they were going to enhance it. And I also learned how to be intentional about who I do and don't share my business with. No matter a family member's relationship to you, if they disrupt your peace and your attempts to improve it have been worthless, you might be caught in a situation where you have to decide if you want to proceed with or without having a relationship. And all I can say to you in that circumstance is to follow your heart and don't let anybody tell you what is the right or wrong thing to do. A second important thing to know about creating your own happiness is that it's done by leaning into the activities that bring you peace. When is the last time that you got lost in a trance while you were doing something that you love? Can you imagine how your days would feel if you got to be in that zone more often? What brings you joy? What makes you happy? What makes your heart sing? What is something that you could do for 24 hours straight without a bathroom break? because you just love it so much. Me focusing on things that I was passionate about helped me connect back to myself. It was almost like, oh, I, I forgot that I like this. And lastly, I want you guys to remember that maintaining your happiness is a very intentional process that takes practice. It takes time. You have to establish a routine and be consistent with it. Some days it will be harder to be positive and to improve the peace around you. And that's okay, it's not a perfect practice. But when you wake up on the next day, Try to recenter yourself and focus back on what makes you happy and how to continue to create it that day. Don't sit and dwell on the negative things that happened yesterday that upset you yesterday. That was yesterday. Yesterday's over. We're on a new day. There's a new clock ticking. So get on and get going. The biggest benefit for me to have approached my life this way is that I was able to analyze the world around me and the situation and acknowledge it and not let it disrupt my peace. There are some days where one thing just keeps happening after another and you're frustrated and 
you're at the grocery store and the lines are long and you just want to cuss somebody out. Since I've been working on creating my own happiness, there has been a significant decrease in situations in which I would allow someone to provoke me to anger, to frustration, to provoke me to anything, anything negative. I'm protective over that. And if somebody does provoke me to something negative, I make a point to mull this over. I'm just going to keep here, sitting here thinking about it and be composed. And I may think more about this in another moment, but right now, flipping my switch to make my emotions go to a negative state is not going to be beneficial for me in this moment. So me standing here is the best thing I can do. Creating my own happiness allows me to be quick with my mind, to process in the moment, and work quickly to get the negative aspects out of my focus so that I can focus on the positive and focus on what I have power over. It's a skill that you have to practice. And because of that, I find myself with a more even temperament. So this week, I want y'all to remember, if it does not bring you peace or happiness, you have the power to make any situation more peaceful. You have the tools to create happiness in any circumstance or scenario. Focus on what works for you. If something doesn't work for you, create it. The only thing that is standing in the way of me and my happiness is me.